your ability to be resilient is part of your calling. Your ability to create success is part of your calling. The more that I sit with it, the more that it, the more that the responsibility is outweighing my own fear of being seen. Because I think about all of the generations of ancestors that came before me who also carried these aspects, but weren't able to be seen. And how many of them didn't see others like them in certain positions? And how even now there are individuals out there who are not seeing someone that they can relate to in some way who is experiencing what it is that they desire. This is Euphoric Evolution, a podcast all about inner spiritual growth for abundance, where we bridge the spiritual into the practical, the energetic into the physical. I'm Makosina Jezer. I'm a spiritual teacher and oracle, speaker and author, and I'm passionate about catalyzing tomorrow's leaders into consciousness and transformation. So if you're a spiritual seeker and know you're called for more, Let's begin your transformation. Welcome back. It has been a little while since I recorded. The holiday season has passed and oh my gosh, I'm like full blown into launch season, which I'm excited about. Well, it's not really launch season because I just have so many incredible things that I want to put out and teach this year. So I'm really excited about that. But I hope you've got your favorite beverage because we're diving into some tea around a fear of being seen and a fear of success. Now, why are we talking about this? Well, earlier this week, I put out a post and I've got to be completely transparent. It was uncomfortable. It was real uncomfortable because number one, I'm quite a private person. There's like this paradox of transparency when people ask me stuff, but I don't perform. I only perform if it's on a stage and I told y'all it's a perform, but I struggle with performing. But this week I put out a reel, put out a post about my own journey, how my husband and I five years ago sat down to make this goal of creating $100,000 a year as a couple which by the way, is nothing to scoff at. Like that is an incredible goal that a lot of people would love to achieve. However, in the last five years, we have gone far above and beyond that amount. In fact, just before I popped on here, my husband so lovingly interrupted me. (laughs) He didn't know he was interrupting me, but he interrupted me with some really great news. So I took a little bit of time to celebrate with him that he had just closed a project for a quarter of a million. And he's closed multiple six-figure contracts lately. And so we were kind of talking through some of the things that he's got to work with team, bringing on more people, making sure he's got the support because quite literally at this next level, he cannot do it all himself. So anyway, I shared this story on Reels this week and It took me a solid like 30 minutes to record a 90 second reel because I was so resistant to sharing those things. And I started reflecting on why that is. Where is that coming from? And in dealing with so many clients 
who, especially female entrepreneurs, this is one of our biggest hurdles that we have to navigate in layers. And there's layers to this shit, okay? Overcoming this fear of being seen, this fear of being visible, this fear of success even. Well, let's start with how do you know if you're experiencing that? Well, first of all, noticed in my story that I just shared with you that I recognized it because I was resistant to do it. It was a 90 second reel. It should have taken me maybe three minutes (laughs) to record it or five minutes, right? Obviously, there was something deeper going on and it felt like it was really hard or I was having to push through something, right? So that by itself led me to uncover that there is something underneath this. I didn't know what that something was. I had to go through some questions, but what is a fear of being seen, really? Well, as I started to look back through my lifetime, through my childhood, and even to this day, what I experienced is I felt a lot of judgment for some of it that I couldn't control. For example, my looks, how I look. I remember being in college and there was a group of girls who after some time, we ultimately became friends. But after we became friends, I was having a conversation about them, like why I weren't they my friend before. And part of that they shared transparently was because based off of how I looked, they assumed that I was stuck up or they assumed that I thought I was all that or that I assumed that I thought I was too good for who they were. And the truth was that this is just my face. (laughs) I was, I was just born with this face. Sometimes I put makeup on it. Right. But baby, I was born this way. Right. And you probably have had similar experiences, even if it wasn't that where maybe you were judged for being smart, right? Maybe you were judged. Maybe you were made fun of and called the teacher's pet. I'm raising my hand. I experienced that one for sure. Or maybe people, maybe you were an entertainer, right? Or you were into music or theater or you created art and people thought you were a show off because of that. Or maybe like I grew up in small town, Southern West Virginia. And if you're not from West Virginia, you could probably hear that I got a little bit of an accent. But in West Virginia, (laughs) I speak pretty proper. (laughs) Bless it, IT, as I say, pretty upper. Oh my God, that got cold so fast. But I remember distinctly how many times I was made fun of for talking white. Sounds terrible to say, but it wasn't just from schoolmates. I also experienced this in my family and a lot of people experience this in their family. And it's not always a conscious thing, but it's pretty common to have either a parent or a sibling experience jealousy because of who you are. Even if you're not trying to make them jealous, just your existence triggers something in them where they compare themselves to you and you experienced that frequency of jealousy from them. Now, when this happens, especially as a child and you're unaware of it, or even now, if that's been happening and you're not aware of it, number one, it's important to get aware that it's happening 
so that you can consciously choose if you want to receive that jealousy or let it go and not take it to mean anything about you, which I'm going to advise that one unless somehow it works for you. But when you're a child and that is your home environment, that's the space that you're growing up in. We've got to recognize that we are human beings who need connection. And as a child, we will do anything to maintain that connection, that safety of relation, even if the people around us are giving out an energy that isn't really beneficial to anyone. Now, I'm not going to go and label this toxic behavior because the truth is, is like we're all doing this and even experiencing jealousy can be a great expander for you. If that is you right now, like I know I'm, I'm an expander for so many people, <laughs> so many people, because when I show up in certain ways and in certain spaces and with audacity to be myself, to be all of me, right? then that is going to trigger in others who also have a desire to want to be all of them too. It triggers this reminder of, oh my gosh, I'm not being that. And if they're not aware of that happening, which most people are, they will project that outward, right? And they'll make it mean something about you. They will make it something wrong about you when really it's a feeling of inadequacy that they're experiencing inside. Like, Someone from your hometown seeing how far you've come and they're thinking to themselves, unconsciously maybe, we came from the same place and yet I'm still here and she's there, right? When really that's speaking to a deeper desire that that person wants something different. That is an opportunity for them. Now, when this happens, one of two things is going to happen for you. I want you to pay attention to this really closely because the most common thing that happens is that when we experience that projection or that judgment from someone else, like, who do you think you are to be all that? Oh, you think X, Y, Z. <laughs> most of the time, for most of us, we will experience a contraction in energy. I was experiencing a contraction in my energy. I was limiting myself from embodying my full potential or embodying the full truth of who I am and what I experience and what I've been able to create in this life thus far. It doesn't mean that I think that I'm better than someone else. I mean, I guess I could. In that instance, that's not what it meant. It simply was coming from a place of genuine sharing and genuine invitation to see what's possible. But when you experience this contraction of energy, this is why you don't launch that new offer or your business has your new business pivot is taking you one, two, three years to do because you're afraid of being seen in that new light, in that different lens. Or maybe, oh my gosh, I see this all the time with conscious entrepreneurs. You never make offers to people. Well, Gary V said that you have to, what do you say? Hook, hook, then jab, right? Hook, 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 then jab. <laughs> Except that you're just always, you're never jabbing, right? And it feels like you're doing so much and not receiving, but you're not allowing, you're not opening up the doors to receive. Other way that it can show up is 
you having amnesia about who the fuck you are, where you're hiding your own successes. Maybe you're hiding your successes publicly, but I see it all the time in like my clients hiding their successes from themselves. In fact, this is a huge internal shift that we are making this year because I see our clients experiencing major transformations, major breakthroughs, and then have complete amnesia about how they've evolved in a short period of time. We can even hide or dim or negate our own successes. I'm speaking from a place of, I know this because I've done this, and I'm also navigating layers of this. It's not just like a one and done thing where like, oh, I got it. I'm fixed now, right? Ultimately, this is control mechanism. In order to feel safe, in order to stay connected to the people that you know, or the people, the known in your life versus stepping into the unknown, we try to control what other people think about us. So we don't share. We don't talk about who we be or we don't show up as who we be, (laughs) right? And this is why we struggle to magnetize that next level because how's anyone gonna be magnetized if they can't see you, if they can't see what it is that they would be magnetized to? The other part that I was really thinking about, I was thinking about uh, this concept, it's a spiritual concept, of destiny. And in my initiation, we understand that there are two different aspects of destiny, right? There is flexible destiny and there's fixed destiny. So our fixed destiny is all of the aspects of our life, this lifetime, all of the things that we don't have control over. So that could be where you were born, what time you were born, the family you're born into, but it's also who you are, like what you came into this lifetime with. So your complexion, your hair, your IQ, and, and, and are part of your fixed destiny. It's important that we understand that because our fixed destiny is part of our calling, meaning the aspects of you that are uncontrollable like your intelligence, your looks, your affinity for certain talents and certain subjects. That is all part of your calling. That's all part of your calling. Your ability to be resilient is part of your calling. Your ability to create success is part of your calling. The more that I sit with it, the more that it, the more that the responsibility is outweighing my own fear of being seen. Because I think about all of the generations of ancestors that came before me who also carried these aspects, but weren't able to be seen. And how many of them didn't see others like them in certain positions? And how even now there are individuals out there who are not seeing someone that they can relate to in some way who is experiencing what it is that they desire. I didn't have to. I get to. I get to explore and relax 
my own resistance to triggering people, to being judged, to possibly even losing certain connections. And the only thing that is really helping me navigate that, that you can also take is really knowing why. You see, to do all of that just for money or just for recognition doesn't feel worth it enough. What does feel worth it enough is for someone to get to experience even just a fraction of the abundance that I'm so grateful for, that I know they would also be so great. It begins to feel selfish to remain hidden. So I hope that this inspires you to allow yourself to be all of you and to be seen. Allow yourself to get comfortable with that discomfort until it becomes second nature to you. And I can guarantee you that the abundance that you desire to experience will come as a direct result of you stepping into that identity. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, I'll see you later. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Euphoric Evolution. If you found this valuable, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review with your biggest takeaway. Be sure to share with someone you care about if you know they'll also find value in this episode. You can also visit theroyalshaman.com to take my free consciousness quiz where you'll uncover your current stage of consciousness, identify your current blockages, and define which steps you can take next to align with your highest potential. You can also see the show notes to find our socials. In euphoria.